Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Ridiculous History is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the show, Ridiculous Historians. Thank you so much for tuning in. According to a study that we just made up before we went on the air, many of our fellow listeners are checking out Ridiculous History while they're in the car, while they're in traffic. Instead of honking your horn, you're hopefully laughing at our terrible puns. Uh, And today's episode is just for you, automotive lovers. Hi, my name's Ben. Hey, my name's Nolan. Ben, you know what you are? After all, you're my wonder well. Aloha to you, too. Oh. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> and aloha, of course, to our super producer, Casey Pegram. Mahalo. There we go. This guy knows his stuff. Casey, where did you fall on the Blur versus Oasis continuum? Definitely more on the Blur side. On the Blur side. Yeah. Woohoo. It's been Casey on the case. Full disclosure, uh, we just went to an amazing show last night. We saw some Australian rock bands. So shout out to all of our Australian listeners. If you've heard of, who were they? There was Orb. Orb. Stonefield. That's right. And then the big closer, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Any giz heads out there? <laughs> is, that the, is that the nomenclature? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They have their own festival in Australia called Gizfest. <laughs> well, they are super prolific, too. They are super prolific. They made, like, five full-length records a couple mm-hmm. years ago in one single year, totally independently recorded and released, all that stuff. Um, huge fan of theirs. In fact, I think it was either on this podcast. No, I think it was on Stuff They Don't Want You to Know where I was distracted because I was buying my tickets the day they came out. Bought them, like, 
God, six months ago, and uh, it was it was worth worth the wait for sure. <laughs> so today's episode is also about a very prolific person. Today's episode is about the adventures of Idris Garcia Hall, but you may know her better as. Aloha Wonderwell. Or you may, like us, not know her at all, because I was certainly uh, <laughs> unfamiliar with this story. And it is a doozy. Aloha Wonderwell. No, not Wonderwall. Mm. Like my, my funny, funny joke at the top of the show. Uh, in 1922, Wonderwell, we're going to refer to her as that moving forward, joined a race. It was more than a race. It was almost like an automotive cult, kind of. I mean, it was very much this event that was designed for both optics in terms of, like, being this huge kind of spectacle with these caravans of Model T Fords trekking across 43 countries, four continents, um, and seeing some incredible sights along the way. That's right, Noel. So across the 1920s, when Aloha was still a teenager, she traveled almost 400,000 miles across a total of eventually what would become 80 countries. How did she get here? How did she get involved in this strange thing? There is a tale here. You see, Aloha was born on October 13th, 1906 in Winnipeg, and her life did have some tragedy. It had some bumps along the road because at the start of World War I, her stepfather joined the Canadian Expeditionary Force and eventually he was killed in combat. During this time, the person who had become known as Aloha was living in a pretty strict French convent school while her mother was searching for her husband's body. And while Aloha was living in this very structured, pretty uptight environment, she started to dream of faraway lands. She wanted to get out there, you know what I mean? See what is over the next horizon. Uh, she wrote in her memoir, published in 1939, I ached for action, but I did not know in which direction to go. I had already bothered my mother on the subject of my earning money. I wanted a career. I wanted to become the man of the family. That part's interesting because she was a tomboy. She really was. She was a self-described independent tomboy. Great article on Atlas Obscura. Uh, the first woman to drive around the world wore men's breeches and had a pet monkey. We're going to get there. As she grew up, her imagination was really fed by adventure novels and stories by uh, Rudyard Kipling, Edgar Rice Burroughs, folks like W.H.G. Kingston. Um, and when she was 16, she read an advertisement that would change everything for her. And I, I don't, I don't want to bury the lead. I referred to this automotive expedition as almost like a cult on wheels, and we're going to start to see kind of why. At the age of 16, she saw this ad for the Wonderwell Expedition, uh, and that was in the Paris Herald, and this is what the tagline was. Brains, beauty, and breeches, world tour offer for lucky young women wanted to join an expedition, Asia, Africa. This brings out my car stuff blood. It's got me raring to go here. The Wanderwell Expedition was the brainchild of a man named Walter Wanderwell, uh, whose real name, just spoiler alert, is not Walter Wanderwell. He was a little bit of a sketchy figure. He was what we would call larger than life. He was actually put in jail during World War I because the Fed suspected 
him of being a German spy. He started the Wonderwell expedition in 1921 with something called the Million Dollar Wager. This was an endurance race around the world with two teams racing four Model Ts, and the way that they were gauging success in the race was entirely based on the number of countries visited, right? So you would tally up at the end the number of countries your team had gone to and whomever had the most countries in their tally would win. This was exactly what Aloha Wonderwell was looking for. She met with Walter Wonderwell, who was referred to as Captain Wonderwell, in Paris, and she got a seat on the expedition. She wore a lot of hats while she was doing this. She was the translator. She was driving. She was also, and this is amazing, she was filming so much stuff. We actually have a, a clip that we'll just throw to real quick so you can get kind of a sense of the adventure here. Exciting thoughts racing through my mind must have been responsible for the storm we ran into off Haiti. All hands were ordered on deck, hatches battened down, and as our ship stuck her nose into the storm, huge waves broke over the entire superstructure, drenching even those on the bridge and nearly washing away the lifeboats. Perfect. Now, she did take the name Aloha Wonderwell, Captain Walter Wonderwell was married at the time, just to be clear about that. But very quickly, Aloha became the, the face of the entire adventure. People loved seeing her in the middle, in media rests, uh, visiting all these interesting places that most people would never get a chance to see otherwise. And they loved her. The media loved her. Yeah, she was also gorgeous. I mean, she really had the appearance of uh, a movie star. Very statuesque, very pretty face, um, and very well-spoken. I think she spoke of four languages, mm -hmm. and she learned more on the trip. She, she picked up, I believe, um, some Asian languages. Yeah, so she spoke, she was fluent in English, French, Spanish, and Italian, and she also spoke a little bit of Russian, Chinese, and Japanese. I think specifically Mandarin, That's uh, right. but don't quote me on that. Uh, so when she got her name, when she was Aloha Wonderwell, uh, she says in her memoir again, she says, We were off. The whole world was out there. I was reaching for it. The world reaching for me. Ecstasy. The ravishing thrill. And I want to go back to something you brought up, Noel, uh, that, uh, about her appearance, right? She was six feet tall. She was an imposing figure, and she was going to countries where people legitimately thought she was a movie star. You know what I mean? This is like a, this is a real life Hollywood figure to a lot of people that she's visiting. And a lot of the footage that she captured ends up becoming incredibly crucial to the historical record. And we should say, also, she did not start off as the face of the expedition. She started off in what you could kind of call a PA, production assistant position. She was a secretary and an assistant, but she worked her way up, right? She absolutely did. Um, and the details around how she kind of rose in the ranks and her relationship with Captain Wonderwell are a little sketchy, but it mm -hmm. does seem like uh, Wonderwell uh, and his wife split up, and that's kind of when Aloha was able to kind of like fill that position. Exactly, exactly. And going back... <laughs> Going back to Wonderwell himself, because the, the guy does uh, deserve a little more scrutiny, right? Really, yeah. Yeah, uh, going back to Wonderwell himself, 
uh, when he when he was inspired by the League of Nations to start this endurance race, he did not meet with unanimous support because the FBI of all places, the FBI was worried that old Cap Wonderwell might be starting some sort of mercenary or private army. That's right. This uh, the expedition was called the Work Around the World Educational Club mm-hmm. uh, or WAWEC, which I love. Um, and yeah, it's true. I mean, they really thought he was trying to assemble some kind of private army, I guess. That's right. So WAWEC, despite having such a beautiful acronym, uh, was suspected of being um, being not entirely above the board. So ostensibly, it was aimed at bringing people together, some soft diplomacy. It was described by Aaron Blakemore writing for Time as something that purported to be an ad hoc international peacekeeping group, right, after the horrors of World War. But its real purpose was to generate money from a group of volunteer cadets whose dues actually paid for the trip, right? So this already feels like maybe a little bit of a money grab, maybe an attention grab to its critics. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode of Ridiculous History is brought to you by Mint Mobile. You know, Ben, I got to say, one of the best parts about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity you get where you're like, man, how have I been living like this? What's wrong with me? <laughs> you're right, Noel. It's, it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. That's mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Cap also got some cash from the Ford Motor Company. They donated those Model Ts we mentioned earlier. And I don't know, Noel, are you super familiar with Model Ts? Have you seen one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They make that kind of sound. Yeah, and they're... We did an episode years back entirely on how to actually start a Model T and get it running. These things are vicious beasts. They will and have broken people's arms just while they're in the process of trying to get the thing running. Cranking it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally, isn't it like a thing in the front that you have to physically turn a crank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get the engine kind of, or get the actual motor started? Yeah. And if it's having a bad day, it will swing that crank back at you. So. Be warned, be aware. I'm just saying this wasn't as easy as, you know, hopping into um, hopping into a 2016 Prius or something. So here we are. We're set up. We've got all the, the pieces in place, right? The FBI hasn't arrested Cap yet or anything like that. And he says, I am going to compete against my wife, Nell, in this race around the world. This goes back to what you were saying earlier, Noel, about kind of the the, the ambiguous, the ambiguity right. around their rise to fame. Uh, so, And around the whole thing, yeah. the whole operation, it had some kind of, a lot of questions surrounding it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I threw, around, I threw around the term cult only because this guy was such an imposing character, very charismatic, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He kind of had the folks, these volunteers, almost under his sway. And just a little bit of backstory his name uh, originally was Valerian Johannes Pyszynski. Uh He was from Poland. That's about all we know about his background. Um, and he likely been, uh, you were saying, changed his name to Captain Walter Wonderwell because he wanted something a little less Polish sounding, a little more American <laughs> dream kind of sounding, right? Right, exactly. And, you know, it worked. That's right. The Wonderwell name was something that may be lost to a lot of us today, but back in the 20s, people were very well aware of it. These were international celebrities. And Aloha actually took that name because her mother, when she found out that she was going to go on this tour, um, she wasn't super happy about it and didn't want people thinking that her daughter was traveling in the company of a man or something like that. I don't know. It was a married a, man. A married man, exactly. Um, so he, uh, she had him declare Aloha his ward, which isn't really a thing we do anymore. The idea of having a ward, which is like what Robin was on Batman. He uh-huh. Bert was, uh, was Bruce Wayne's ward. And then um, for a while they were called protégés, right. which also sounds sketchy. It's an odd concept. I mean, basically, does it mean like you kind of adopt somebody? Yeah, you're like a, you're like a full-time mentor. That's what a ward is. So also, if someone's parents died, for instance, and they were under the care of their uh, uncle or their aunt, then they would be the ward of that person. Yeah. So, yeah, wards are not a, not a thing that uh, happens as often, or at least we don't describe it that way. But at the time, it was seen as, uh, it was seen as a way to be politically or socially correct. But back to the Model T Ford. Um, Ford really, it was this was a good deal for Ford because he was really showcasing the durability of the Model T and the fact that uh, they were easily repairable. Um, they were pretty convinced, the folks doing the expedition, that they could find parts to fix the, these cars no matter where they were around the world. They even did things like used kerosene in place of gas. Right. And they mixed uh, elephant 
fat with water Ooh. to make oil, and they even took bananas and and squashed them to collect grease to grease down the parts in the engine. I gotta say, look, Model Ts are not going to win races in terms of speed, but uh, I'm 100% on board with Dan Trace, who's a preserver of Model Ts. He he wrote an essay about the expedition. These things are super sturdy. We also have to remember just how ubiquitous they were and how easy it was to MacGyver things around these vehicles. Uh, Wonderwell's team had a Model T Ford nicknamed Little Lizzie. These cars were picked specifically for the trip, of course, and they were forced to make a lot of these on-the-fly improvisations, right? They were in China around the time the country was struck by a civil war in 1924, and they had to rely on these unorthodox methods, the kerosene you mentioned, the mixing of elephant fat and water for oil, things you just couldn't get away with in a modern car. Uh, In the continent of Africa, they actually had to get livestock, oxen and mules, to tow their vehicles. And let's take a second and look at some of the amazing accolades that Aloha Wonderwell racked up during her time. So she was taken captive by bandits, by 'er ne'er-do-wells near the Great Wall of China, and she managed to get everybody out of this hostage situation by teaching the bandits how to make machine gun nests and then teaching them how to use automatic weapons. How did she know all that? She just learned it from just being scrappy and just, like, you know, traveling around? Well, there is a rumor that she joined the French Foreign Legion disguised as a dude. Because oh. even now, the French Foreign Legion doesn't allow female members. She is suspected to have fought in desert warfare. So, yeah, she definitely... We do know for sure that she was made an honorary colonel in the Siberian army. Crazy. Right, so we know that she probably did have some sort of, if not military experience, familiarity with military tactics and firearms and so on. This is a silly question, man. I mean, like for the portions of the trip that required crossing the ocean, I guess they loaded all the cars up onto some kind of freighter? Well, one would assume, right? Uh, Because Model Ts are a lot of things, but they're not seaworthy. It's true. (laughs) So uh, we also know that Cap Wonderwell bought a craft, bought a a boat, a ship called the Karma with a C, C C-A-R-M-A, for... 2500 bucks at some point and this this was not an impressive boat <laughs> he was also i i got to say man i i know i keep going back to it but he was he was pretty sketchy right he fell in love with aloha while they were on while they were in the middle of this expedition and they married in 1925 but if you look back at that atlas obscura article uh, that you mentioned earlier you'll see that people believe the marriage may have been a marriage of convenience uh, a way of stopping the fbi from arresting cap who is still, like, they put him in jail for a second thinking he was a German spy, and they let him go, but they always still suspected that he might be associated with spycraft. Uh, They wanted to arrest him on trafficking charges because we have to remember at this time— Like human trafficking? Aloha, trafficking aloha, because at this time she's still a teenager. That's right. So as soon as they got back in the U.S., Cap got a divorce, they got married, and they both walked away— 
scot-free. Yeah, and they spent a lot of time continuing to travel after having two kids together, Nile and Valerie. Uh, they went to places like Cuba and South Africa, and Aloha kept rolling her camera. Um, and that included some really important uh, films of the indigenous Bororo people of Brazil. And she kind of got a little bit of a bad rap because of her association with uh, Captain Wonderwell because he was seen as kind of – a little bit sketchy still and and not really the most upstanding citizen and uh, was kind of seen as a bit of a con man. Right, right. A smooth talker, a real glad hander. This is where the story takes a true crime turn. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. On December 5th, 1932, the day before the Wonderwells are going to make another trip to South America, Captain Walter Wonderwell is shot fatally in the back by an unidentified assassin. This murder happens on his boat, on the Karma. It's anchored near Long Beach, California. And right away, the police have two very clear suspects, William James Guy and Edward Eugene Fernando Montague. Who is also the son of the Duke of Manchester. That's right. That's such an extra name. That sounds like a character in Clue. It's, it totally does. It's fantastic. But he he ends up uh, slipping the noose, and uh, William James Guy is actually charged for the murder and tried, and his uh, court case is a real fiasco. Mm-hmm. That's true. This was also sort of a... There was a legal case, but there was also a court of public opinion case. And a lot of people say 
that the fact that guy was a handsome person and the fact that he he kind of had a cool vibe william james guy was the sort of dude you would sit down and grab a beer with or something so people will say that his wonderful bedside manner swayed the jury during his trial and led to him eventually being acquitted. It also did not help that Walter Wonderwell was a known shadester. I'm going to, I think that's a good word. I'm going to coin that. He was a known shadester, uh, a womanizer, and beyond a divisive figure. A lot of people thought this guy was a criminal. And Guy uh, was actually a member of that expedition uh, in Wonderwall's crew uh, in 1931 to South Africa, and he was not a fan of Walter at all. He claimed that he had swindled him out of money Mm -hmm. and had actually uh, single-handedly destroyed his marriage. And there appears to be um, more than a dollop of truth to that. Back to Aloha. So, Law enforcement never names her as a suspect in the murder, but they do think she is behaving in an odd way, so odd, like she, to the police at least, she did not seem like a distraught widow. She did not seem as upset as they thought she would be, and this left a bad mark on her character in the press. People started referring to her as the rhinestone widow a year after Cap's death. Aloha marries a guy named Walter Baker. He is a former cameraman. He helped Wonderwell start Wawek. This is the thing. The press goes nuts and bananas over this second marriage with Aloha only waiting a year after her first husband's death. But they brushed it off, Jay-Z style, You know, they got the dirt off their shoulder. They continued traveling around the world. They were always filming stuff. They were lecturing. You know, they were doing like a TED Talk kind of thing. And they went to New Zealand, Hawaii, Australia, Cambodia, India, and more, more places. Eventually, like many world adventurers do, they settled down in Cincinnati. Yeah, and that's more or less where the story ends, at least as far as her travels are concerned. Um, she passed away at the age of 90. Uh, and the crazy thing is, as, as, as well-known as she was at the time, as we said at the top of the show, neither one of us, I don't believe, had heard of this story before. She's referred to as like the Amelia Earhart of the automobile. She was one of the most well-traveled women um, in the world, really, at the time. Yeah, and you can see a lot of her work in various museums today because she was alive until, what, 1996? She was alive at the same time a lot of us listening were alive, which I think I think is amazing. According to Richard Diamond, who is Wonderwell's grandson, she has been sort of this open secret for years to history buffs. She also kept exceptional records and scrapbooks and diaries and journals and gathered, as we said, all this amazing video and audio footage. Some of her work is in the Smithsonian, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences Film Archive. Uh, She also submitted her documentary, Car and Camera Around the World, to Henry Ford. But maybe this is one of the reasons it's not more well-known. Henry Ford looked at it and he said, uh, little Lizzie, the nickname of the Model T again, 
wasn't important enough to be showcased in the World War II effort because it was going to be sort of a propagandistic PR thing. Right. I think they ended up having to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can still find her book today. If you'd like to learn more about Aloha, you can find her book, Call to Adventure, on Amazon. Oh, also, her grandson, Mr. Diamond, made a Twitter account for her, which I think is delightful. It really is. And I want to point out, too, that uh, she was also alive in 1995, the year the Oasis smash hit Wonderwall came out. Nice callback there, man. I think you brought that around really well. And I don't think we mentioned, I think we teased it at the top of the show. We don't know a whole hell of a lot about this other than that it's true that she that this, this existed. But she had a pet monkey named Chango yes. during, during all of these adventures. Uh, and that's just delightful. Yes, yeah. You can see a picture of her and Walter and Chango uh, from 1924 in China. It's on the Twitter feed. So a life well lived. I don't know about you guys, but I am a fan of road trips and taking this to the nth degree is a personal dream of mine. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let us know about the uh, the most epic road trip you've ever taken. Where's the weirdest place you ended up? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, not just as a show, but as individuals. So you can catch up with our own travels on our personal Instagrams. You can find me at HowNowNoelBrown. And you can find me at Ben Bolin on Instagram or at Ben Bolin HSW on Twitter. Man, here we are in a studio. And back in the 20s, people were like making elephant fat into oil and driving through, you know, the hinterlands of the world. Pretty exciting stuff, Ben. Uh, not to say that you're not a pretty well-traveled gentleman yourself, sir. I get kicked into and out of uh, a lot of places. So you say, so you say. <laughs> uh, so huge thanks to super producer Casey Pegram for being our travel buddy uh, in podcast land, at least. Um, thanks to Alex Williams, who composed our theme. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis here in spirit. Thanks to Ryan Barish and Gabe Luzier, our research associates. And I, I thought it was awesome to have Ryan on the show. We've got to have him back sometime soon. What do you say? Yeah, I have a feeling that's going to happen. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We'll see you next time, folks. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode of Ridiculous History is brought to you by Avalon Waterways. Ben, are you in major need of a vacation right now? Noel, you're a mind reader. I am, and uh, aren't we all? We are. While cruising remains popular, there's something big happening in the industry, and that is, my friend, smaller ships. True story. The intimate ships of Avalon waterways can go where the big ships can only dream, through winding passageways, rolling vineyards, and castled hills, into the heart of timeless cities and storybook villages. That sounds like a delight. See how Avalon's smaller ships promise greater discoveries, fewer people, and more of everything. 
Limited time. Special offers await at avalonwaterways.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.